0: Welcome to the Will Bradham Podcast, where crazy meets genius. Hey, buongiorno. Welcome to the Will Bradham Podcast. As always, I'm your most humble and gracious host and half Italian, James Wilkes Bradham. Tonight's topic is going to be tides. They are a-changing. What we've been seeing recently, um, Sweden pretty much had a complete flip of their uh, parliamentary uh, what would would be very similar to like our uh, Congress, our House of Representatives, our Senate um, has gone to what the media deems as far-right extremist. It's not far-right. It's not fascist. It's just common sense. People are sick of the bullshit. They're sick of it. The far left, which we can all label it as that, ideology is so ass backwards, it's not even funny. They are um, aligning themselves with warmongering. I mean, you, you look at who's pushing the money towards the Ukraine and pushing the Ukraine to fight. It's... Republican rhinos and the far left. None of them are standing up and saying this is insane. The same people who championed every single one of us to have to be locked in our homes and vaccinated and wear a mask. Were they on the left or the right? I'll concede that there were a lot of rhinos, Republicans in name only, that that said, well, you've got to do this. This is for the greater good. No, it's not for my greater good. <laughs> you know i'm worried about will Bradham, my friends and my family you know and if you went and got all your booster shots and shit then you're just fine right science but you're seeing the you're seeing the shift people are getting tired of the bs yours truly is one of the first ones to call out the bs I want to talk about uh, Georgia, yeah, Georgia Melanie. She is, uh, quote unquote, based on if you go look at all your media, just Google this lady's name, Georgia, G-I-O-R-G-I-A, Melanie, M-E-L-O-N-I. She is, quote-unquote, if you look at all the news sites, and let me tell you what, if all the news sites have the same talking point, it's got to be bullshit. Stop paying attention to it. They all have the same talking point. They're all lying to you. They want to label her and her group as fascist. Fascist, for those of y'all that don't understand fascism, fascism was... Coined by Benito Mussolini, who was uh, a dictator over Italy back in World War II, and he's always said that he believed the government and the corporations should be partnered together, which means that those corporations would be controlled by the government. Fascists wouldn't say things that, like this lady says. Fascism believe uh, fascists believe in a top down control of everything, including the people. They don't believe that there is a individuality with people. You are a number. You're not even a name. You're a number that resides somewhere in corporate America. You're a consumer, and that's all they care about. Again. <clears throat> Go to, uh, I hate Netflix, but go to Netflix and watch the documentary Social Dilemma. You will realize that you are nothing more than a product. You're a product that's sold to companies so that you will consume their products. That's all you are. And that is about as fascistic as you can get. There is no individuality. You're a part of the collective, hive mind. So if this lady's a fascist, she's the absolute worst fascist that in all of fascism, if that's even a damn word. By the way, tonight I'm drinking a little uh Tito's and water. I uh, would like to say uh, cheers to all my friends out there. Mm. Good stuff. <clears throat> Also, uh, you know, looking forward to hearing what Delta State does this weekend, pick-picking. It's going to be uh, playing Valdosta. Wish them all the best. They are 4-0 right now. But anyway, let's get back to the program for a second. So, Georgia Malino, Malani, she says, this is about what we are doing here today. Why is the family an enemy? Why is the family so frightening? There is a single answer to all these questions. Because it defines us, because it is our identity. Because everything that defines us is now an enemy. For those who would like us to no longer have an identity. And to simply be perfect consumer slaves. And so they attack national identity. They attack religious identity. They attack gender identity. They attack family identity. I can't define myself as an Italian Christian woman, mother, no. I must be citizen X, gender X, partner one, parent two. I must be a number. Because when I am only a number, when I no longer have an identity or roots, then I will be the perfect slave at the mercy of financial speculators. The perfect consumer. That's the reason why. That's why we inspire for so much fear. That is why this event inspire, inspires so much fear. Because we don't want to be numbers. We will defend the value of the human being. Every single human being, because each of us has a unique genetic code that is unrepeatable. And like it or not, that is scared. We will defend it. We will defend God, country, and family. Those things that disgust people so much, we will do it to defend our freedom. Because we will never be slaves and simple consumers at the mercy of financial speculators. That is our mission. That is why I came here today. Chesterton wrote, look up Chesterton, please. More than a century ago, he wrote this. Fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in summer. That time has arrived. We are ready. And then she bids them a thank you. I'm going to tell you, she's being likened to the Italian female version of Trump. I love it. I, if that's fascistic, which again, this is one of those words I think people throw around, they don't really know what they mean, but they think it sounds cool to say it because it's derogatory towards a certain group of people. You've heard our president do this, who came off about as fascistic and dictatorial as you could imagine in his red background speech. If you ever notice, he's always yelling and waving his arms around like a petulant child. I, I, I don't think he's a petulant child. I think he's demented. And not demented like possessed by something evil. I think he's suffering from dementia, which would mean that he doesn't know what he's doing at all. And that someone else is pulling the strings. I would be surprised to know if he even knew where the hell he was. But you're seeing things like this right here, and I want to explain this to each and every one of you. As Americans, we don't necessarily have an identity as Americans. We are an ideal Those are different things. Because we are a melting pot of just about every nationality, race, creed, color, religion on the planet, our ideal is something very special that we are a constitutional republic protected by a bill of rights and a constitution. That we are accepting of others. We're the most generous, most charitable country on the planet. um, And the one with the most upward mobility of anywhere on the globe. Other countries have an identity. You know, American is not necessarily an identity. Russian is an identity. Italian, French, Spanish, those are identities. You know, we're not English, even though we speak English. We're, you know, we're not residing in the United Kingdom. We're not Irish because we're not in Ireland. We're American. It's an ideal. These people have an identity and they are tired of watching their identity be squandered for the greater good. Whether you like that or not, that's what's happening. And you're going to see more and more and more countries get away from this leftist, woke horseshit. And I'm happy to see it. You know... It's not the fact that there are people out there, and look, I could really give a rat's ass who you sleep with. I I don't care. I do not care. I've said this before. When you try to shove it down someone else's, you know, into someone else's brain that you're going to believe what we want you to believe because that's what we want, not necessarily what you want, you're taking away our identity as an individual. We don't have to be okay with drag shows and children being present. We don't have to be okay with cartoonish pornography in our schools. We don't have to be okay with these things. Because you say we should be okay with it. Again, there's a lot of things I don't agree with, but I could, I could really care less what you do in the privacy of your own home. I don't care, but you're not going to bring it to my children or to my church or to my kids' school without me putting up a fight. And what you are noticing is the people that are out here championing the championing these things are not even a minority of people. You are a microcosm of a very small amount of people out there. You don't control the narrative. We do. And when you've pissed off enough of the population, you have things like a complete flip-flop in Sweden. You have unrest in the Netherlands. You have the first female prime minister of Italy who comes in and says, "We will. I will, def- I will defend God. I will defend family. I will defend personal freedoms and personal identity. And the people are so sick of having this woke horseshit shoved down their throats that even the ones that would be kind of independent or mild or meek and maybe just go along with the flow have had enough. And I say amen. When you've had enough, you've had enough. And I said this a while back. When the pendulum swings hard to one side, it comes back just as hard to the other. You may go left for a while and think you rule the roost and Green New Deal this, and I'm going to let this be taught in my kids' schools, and parents, you shut up. We're teaching your children, and we're going to teach them how we want to teach them, and people have had enough. When they've had enough, there's only a couple options for them. One of the options is to vote people out. Complete regime change. The other one is a very, very, very messy one that I hope we never come to. But we've seen it over the centuries, haven't we? When people have enough, they've had enough. And when they feel like they being, they're being shouted down and called racist racist or fascist or homophobic or transphobic or got any other kind of phobic or ism, when they're not. But you say that to shut the conversation down. That's when you have to turn the conversation back around. You know, I made a joke the other day. Uh, I said, uh, uh, you know, my name is Will obviously. And I said, my pronouns are wagon and steering. And I'm saying that to be funny, but if somebody looked at me in a capacity of a person that I know takes that shit pretty seriously and laughed, I would say, I'm sorry, are you being racist, sexist, misogynist, or, um, I feel like this is a microaggression. Turn it back on them. You start having people with this pronoun bullshit. I'd be prefer to be called Zur and they. No, 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 I'm not playing your game. Turn it back around on them. Don't get in a fight with them. Look at them and say something stupid back. I prefer my pronouns are unicorn and bobcat. I would prefer to be called those. And if they laugh, buddy, you let them have it. You really hurt my feelings. I feel like I'm, I'm a victim of a microaggression. Turn it back on them. We can play this bullshit all day long. I'm telling you, very few people out there are going to beat me in the smart-ass game. I'll whip it right back on you. You know, I, I was uh months and months and months and months and months ago, I was uh, walking through an airport and I had a lady stop me and say, sir, don't you need to put your mask on? Now, granted, she was in no security capacity. And I said, you know what? dead gummit, you are so right. And I strapped it over my ears and I put it over my bald spot on the top of my head. And I said, I feel so much better right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for pointing out the fact that I didn't have my mask on. And before she could say anything, I was going, I, I just kept looking at her. Please, I just wanted to go, please, please tell me that I'm not wearing my mask right, and I was just going to kind of lose it a little bit and go, what do you mean I'm not wearing it right? This is the only way I know how. Turn it back around on them. Make them look like a jackass, because they are. Most of these people are habitual, perpetual jackasses, and they need to have some of this just thrown right back in their face. There's no reason for us to get violent or, you know, crazy. Uh Uh-uh. Turn this shit right back around on them. You know, somebody the other day was telling me, they were like, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to going and getting my fourth booster. And I went, you haven't gotten your fourth booster yet? <laughs> and I just started eking away from them. And they were like, oh my God, should I have gone ahead and gotten it? And I'm like, I'm on my fifth. And then they look at you and go, there's a fifth? And be like, you haven't heard? You didn't get the text message from Fauci? We're on booster number five here, sweetie. You're probably going to die now. I just love messing with people. But we all need to be doing this. Have in your mind your little playbook. I've seen somebody riding around. I've got like some logoed mask still in my truck somewhere. Um, And I kept a box of the throwaway ones in there. But if I see somebody in their car with their mask on... I'll look at them without mine on and then I'll put one on my face and then I'll get right over there next to them and I'll give them like a I'll give them like a wink and a thumbs up because I'm in my truck by myself and they're in their vehicle by themselves and they have a mask on. And I do it just to mess with people because then, then they're like, oh, cool, that guy saw me put my mask on, so he put his on too. And I'm like, no, I'm making fun of you because you're a jackass. Uh It brings me great joy. We have to turn this back around on them because if we get mad about these things, that's, that's just, you know, you're throwing gas on the fire. I like to go ahead and smother the fire with stupidity, with angst, with humor. You know, the next time somebody says, Hey, are you vaccinated? Be like, uh, yeah, I just got my seventh booster. And then they're going to look at you because they're going to go, seventh booster? What do you mean your seventh booster? And then you just look at them real stupid and go, what do you mean? You don't have your seventh booster? I need you to take a step outside or a couple steps back, please. You could be a carrier of the COVID and the BA4 and maybe just a common cold and the flu, which is all this shit really was because it affects people exactly the same as the flu. Exactly the same. Except there wasn't big huge profits to be made by pharmaceutical companies. That's the only difference. Anywho, I apologize for not having any podcast out this week. Um feel like kind of an asshole, but just happens. Got rid of my house, bought a piece of land I'm gonna build on eventually uh, and I'm living like a man down by the river in a van and, uh, enjoying it. Just enjoying life, man. Back over in, uh, Oxford, Mississippi and going to be hanging out with the kids from now until next Thursday. So, um, I'll be putting out a bunch of podcasts this week cause we got a whole bunch of shit to talk about. Pretty amazing. Anyway, as always. I am your most humble, gracious, stunningly good looking host, Giadmo Bradham. Giadmo means William, by the way. It's an Italian. Signing off. A A to the by.